How do you mean that? Well, I mean that there are the colors and the beauties, the designs, the beautiful way things appear. People themselves, dull people, but I thought dull, appear fascinating, interesting, mysterious, wonderful. But that's only the beginning. Welcome to Strange People, Weird Worlds. Let's get this show started. cut my video. Yay. There we go. I'll fix it. That was a fun experiment. Yeah. Nice to see you. Nice to see you for a second. Good to see you. Good to see you for a second. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, how, how are you? Yeah, I'm a, I, you know, I, I'm a little stressed, but I'm still feeling blessed. I, I'm in I, the uh, in the same boat, yeah. It's just, it, so I leave for LA tomorrow for work. And I'm going to be there until Tuesday night. Is this your and first kind of L.A. trip? My first L.A. trip? Yeah. Is this, I mean, not like trip to L.A., but this is your first one for work? Yeah. First one for work. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of snuck up on me before I knew it. And it was like the other night. And it hit me and I was like, holy fuck. I literally fly out in three days and I have not had like a moment to even get myself together or for myself and so <laughs> I'm recording the show tonight and then afterwards I am meeting up with someone for dinner and then I have to come back I have to pack and then I have to be up tomorrow at 8 a.m to make my nine o'clock belly dancing class and then from there I have to jump on the train to catch my five o'clock flight to LA well you wouldn't want to miss that belly dancing class you know I wouldn't I wouldn't want to given that I've missed the gym this is you know it's my, it's my buff up time. Yeah, I mean, you you don't you don't move up from number two to number one by missing the gym and missing your belly dancing classes. No, no. I and st- I mean, also, I I can't afford to miss it because my grade won't suffer. So. Ah, yes. Oh, it, oh, it's like it's literally a class for you. Go to hippy dippy school. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I decided to take it because I was like, well, you know. It's going to be a stressful semester, so why not enjoy it? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Put it in the fucking bucket. Yeah, yeah. Chuck it to the fucking bucket. I'm How are a, you, Greg? I'm, a, I'm avoiding life's problems by emerging myself in the world of Red Dead Redemption. And, uh, nice. First one or second one? Uh, first one. First one. Solid. Yeah, yeah. Doing, doing all the little things and, you know, stuff like that. I was that's just, a, I was just straight playing blackjack, like waiting for you. <laughs> that's how that's, <laughs> that's how bad it is right now. I never got to finish Red Dead Two. I haven't played it yet. I haven't bought that new system yet. And no, I think I said like last it. time once once the new new system comes out, I'll get the old new system. You know, it's funny you say that. I. Uh, so since I'm going to be in California for a couple days doing work, I'm going to be in a house. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to probably have a lot of free time. So maybe I'll re-download The Sims. I've never because, played you know, The Sims. I've always been kind of, yeah, I've always been kind of interested, but I, did, I, I don't know. I just never have. Oh, my God. It's, I love The Sims because, one, you get to design shit. Two, you get to play as God. And three, it's a great reality escape. Yeah, I, I feel like that might be my problem. That's the thing with The Sims is and the reason why. So ever since my laptop crashed last year, my last one, I haven't 
gotten it redownloaded on my current laptop because I know the second I download it that like I'm gonna not be I'm gonna just check out that time yeah happens. yeah yeah but like I only play five minutes five minutes turns into like 15 hours and you're like holy fuck what happened mm-hmm like I already like even just playing a game like Red Dead Redemption immerse myself in the role so much mentally, you know, just for fun. You know, I mean, like I'm a D and D player and stuff like that, so it's kind of how the brain works, I guess. But I I can only imagine in a world like The Sims, where it, like like you said, you literally are just God, or like you can create your dream character. You know, I've got this Greg Tanner out there who's a rock star and all these other fucking things that I never did. <laughs> a, a successful podcast host, you know. It's funny you say, like, all the things you've never did, because all of my Sims people, so you can have, like, your little neighborhoods, and I like to just cause absolute chaos. I'll make a perfect family, like, on the perfect block. I'll have a bunch of perfect families, and then I'll start having the dad from one family start fucking the mom from the other family. <laughs> <laughs> and then I make the baby die, and then, like, I just turn everything to chaos, and I'm like, I am God! <laughs> <laughs> but I do it because I would never do anything like that in my real life, so I'm like, I'll just reenact all my sinful, like, pleasure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the same thing, like, I'll play, like, playing Red Dead... You know, I'll, I'll play the game and the story properly, and then I save, you know, and you save in, like, one of those saloons where you have a room. Mm-hmm. And then after it's saved, like, I'll go down and just go on a mass murder spree, like, several times in a row. To, you know, you just kind of, yeah, you just let it all out. Miranda said something funny today. She's like, I like to imagine there's a there's a world that exists somewhere, like, where everything you're doing in the video game is enacted enacted out and I was like oh fuck no (laughs) fuck (laughs) I made a really fucked up world somewhere oh man I want that'd be crazy if that was actually a thing with the video games that you played there's so it'd be crazy because there's so many people there'd be so many different little worlds out there I mean have you ever seen the show Westworld no Oh my god, what, you've never seen Westworld? I've never seen Westworld. Don't, oh. don't you come at me with you've never seen. Okay, no. So Westworld is really awesome and unique and interesting in the aspect that it is pretty much this like world where they created a bunch of... Um, it's almost like AI humans and people go in there to have vacations and they get to like live within this like you know wild wild west reality where they get to fuck any like harlot they find they can kill people and go on missions they can go on like shootouts and then they can come back to their real life um and i'm not going to spoil the show but that's kind of like the premise so it's like you get to go be in virtual red dead redemption yes but it's very realistic that's pretty cool it's one of the best shows. Honestly, like, it's right underneath great, like, Game of Thrones for me. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's a big, that's, that's, that's a big statement. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. That's real bold. Um, yeah, but, uh, other than that, I'm doing good. I'm, you know, like, hi- hiding out in world of video games. Um, you know, life's kind of kicking me in the balls repeatedly right now, but uh, I'll get through it. Yeah. Uh, there they go. Uh, but yeah, still without the truck. I got a call on it the other day. Now it's my transfer case, which is connected to the transmission, which is just more money. But whatever. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, it's nice. Uh, now, instead of sharing a car with Miranda, her parents let me borrow their excursion. Yep. And, you, and, you know, like, I already drive a truck, but, like, this thing is, like, it's a 10-cylinder fucking monster. Like, just looking at it, just, I'm thinking about driving it right now, and the gas gauge just went down. <laughs> it's it's a hundred dollar fill up and it's crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean my my truck like I drive a regular full size pickup and that's a sixty dollar fill up and my gas tank lasts me a while. This thing I just watch it go down every day and my work's not that far, but it's crazy. But I'm still appreciative to have something, so it's nice. I mean, yeah, it's nice that you have something, but. Holy shit, hundred dollar fill up. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's yeah. speaking of gas, um, something happened to me the other day that has never occurred in my entire life. I was in a rush uh last Thursday leaving class to get to the salon and I had to stop and get gas and I was all bitchy. I was like, Mom, we're gonna and like burr, 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 burr. and I pull into the stall and I get out and it says select your gas and I was like, Wait, what? And so I kind of just, like, grabbed the lever out, and I clicked 91, and it went to zero, and I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Someone prepaid $20 on that pump. Wow. That yeah, was cool. and I got $20 for free gas. Oh, that was nice. Well, yeah. Now you got to pay it forward sometime. You know, I I think I've paid it for. I think ha- I've paid it past. Have you? Have you? you? So you think you're collecting right now? You, I like to think that that was a collection. Yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe next time, next time you're rolling through uh, Arby's and you're getting yourself a little Impossible Burger, uh, maybe maybe you uh, throw ten bucks at the car behind you. See, they, uh, you've still profited off the twenty. <laughs> okay, but you've given ten of it back. How here's did, the thing about that paying it forward thing. I used to, when I was managing the Starbucks. Let me tell you. That would bite so many people in the fucking ass because we'd have regulars come in that got like their two dollar coffee, and they would be like, "Yeah, you know what? I'll pay for the order behind me as well." I think it's gonna be like two, three dollars, and the order behind them is like fifteen, twenty dollars, and they just look at me and I'm like, "Well, you said you wanted to pay it forward. Are you gonna go back on your word?" They're like, "Well, I guess I can't now." I said, "Throw ten dollars at the people behind you." I oh, so just like put down a payment? Yeah, down pay. You know, if they're going over ten, that's their prerogative. You know, we're talking. You're talking buying a meal here, not you know feeding a family. Yeah. Okay. You okay. Know what? You know what I'm saying? Kind of stirred that in me. I think I'm. I'm gonna pass it forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know. Just you know, give fifty percent back. Tomorrow at the airport, when I get my uh, my, I have a habit, kind of like a ritual. Anytime I'm traveling and I'm in an airport, I have to go to the Panda Express. I don't know why, it's just a thing. Yeah. So I'm going to pay it for it at Panda tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, airport's definitely somewhere where people need that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Anyways, uh, well, welcome everybody to Strange People, Weird World. <clears throat> My name is Greg Tanner. With me, as always, is the amazing, the fantastic... The pulling a fast one on Greg and also late today, <laughs> Anya Daniela. It is I, it is I. Hold the applause. <laughs> uh, guess what, my dear Anya? Yes? It, this is SP Weird World's 50th episode. Wow, 
episode. Your 50th episode. Well, then it only makes sense that I pulled a fast one on you. Pull a fast one. You're... Get it? Anya. <laughs> you made that joke last episode. I'm not letting it pass this time. In fact, I... always make that joke. I believe that's what started the whole we have a good time thing. <laughs> so, yeah, um... Maybe I was planning something special, but once again, today's episode has been done in haste because our dear Anya pulled a fast one on me. So once again, I will have to give credit instead of us writing an episode today. Anya. I am... Bad Anya for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Got it. Got it. (laughs) I do feel really bad, really, really bad that I pulled it on you. Pulled a hook, yeah, yeah. And I I thought about lying and saying I was planning this whole 50th episode extravaganza, but I I wasn't. I was doing, planning on some hard research, which I didn't get to do, and I'll just have to save that topic for later. There we go. If anything... And it gives you an extra two weeks now to make the next episode. Don't you solid. pander me. <laughs> Don't you pander me. Oh, and I was, like, really excited to, like, film this episode in person. We too. don't film <laughs> this podcast. Record. 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 Yes, record. record. Anyhow, it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're having a little snow day here in Denver, so we're doing the old Zoomerino. Uh, Zoomerooney. Zoomerooney. That's uh, that's uh, the program we use called Zoom instead of Skype. Now that makes you guys sense. Are still using Skype. You gotta get on that Zoom. Gotta get on the Zoom train. Get to, to the Zoom. Get Zoom. Zoom, Zoom. Actually, no. Stay off of it. That way, it keeps working good for us. Yeah, you know what? Don't. Use like chat roulette and Ubu. Yeah, just stay on Skype. Whatever. Do your thing. <laughs> oh boy. Anyhow, so. Um, we're uh we're going back to Australia for this one. Australia to to our friends down under. I was gonna say, is this a homage to our uh, to our dear listeners out in the Aussie? You know we love you out there. Um, out back. Uh, like I think the two weirdest countries in the world must be must be the U.S. and Australia. Like we we definitely rack up the stories. Yeah. Also, you know. Both are English-speaking countries, so that really helps as far as me looking up stories. <laughs> you know, I'm excited for you to move to Florida, Greg, because I feel like Florida has the most interesting stories. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there in the thick of it. Yeah, you are. It's, you know, I'm going to be like one of those one of those reporters in the war, like on scene. You know, you're going to be like I'm going to be in, in the shit. Up. I'm going to be in the shit. Parasites and all. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited though. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be nice. I'm very happy for you guys. Oh man, I got a wicked cotton mouth. So I was just smoking a bunch of weed waiting for you, and <laughs> uh, the, the the weed in my grinder ran out. Mm-hmm. So I just started smoking the keef at the bottom. Oh, the keef. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty high, and uh, I can imagine. I'm feeling like that might have been a mistake since I'm leading the episode, and then you talk. <laughs> You talked me into cracking this bottle of wine, which I'm already on glass number two. <laughs> hey, I'm on glass number two and red wine with you. Yeah, I mean, the bottle's right next to me. Likewise. Gr- grinder's right next to me. Oh, oh God. Oh, that's a loud pour. 
loud pour, loud wine pour. You know, I always like contemplate muting the mic for the wine pour, but then I feel like it's awkward because then it's like really quiet. And no, then I'm, back, and I'm like, hey, yo. Let everybody know our social problems. You know? Yeah. So the thing you guys don't see right now is Anya's actually pouring into one of those comically large wine glasses that holds a whole bottle. So that's why you're just hearing the glug, 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 the hollow echo of it. You know, a girl's got to do what she's got to do. It's been a rough day. It's going to be an interesting 24 hours. Yeah. And also what you don't see is the box of wine up on the shelf and she just pours it and lets it flow down like a wine waterfall. And you guys also didn't see me slap the bag. Slap in the bag. Slap in the bag. Boy, if you've never been in a slap the bag situation, I feel sorry for you. You know, I I have to admit, uh, the first time I was uh, in one of those situations, I literally didn't know what that meant. And so I just kind of took the bag and I slapped it. <laughs> I mean, it's a start, I guess. But that was it. I was like, why, why do we just slap the bag? Why do we have to, what does the bag do? Like, why do we have to disrespect it? And be like, Anya. So if you don't know what we're talking about in certain party situations, you might remove the bag of wine out of a box of wine. And then while somebody holds it up over your head, uh, you or somebody else slaps it while you are chugging or drinking said wine. It's a pointless yet fun experience. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that uh, it's kind of it gets the it gets the crowd going. It is a real crowd pleaser. It is. Uh, last time I did it was on a party bus on the way to Red Rocks. Uh, Red Rocks is this huge natural amphitheater, uh, like an hour outside of Denver. It's fucking amazing. It's one of my favorite places in the world. Anyhow. The acoustics are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the greatest natural amphitheater in the world. That is a fact. Facts. Facts. I will be... I'm... I'm more sad about leaving Red Rocks than anybody or anything I know in Denver. And I'm sorry if I just hurt anybody's feelings, but... I'm a little offended. I think I need to get my first aid kit. Anya, you are invited to come with us, so it's no big <laughs> yeah, deal. Yeah, actually, nope. No, we already went over this no last No big episode. deal. <laughs> no, no big deal for Anya. You just hop on in and follow suit. You'll be our roommate. You'll pay rent. Whenever you get a job, no rush. And uh, that's it. Anyhow, today... We are talking about the Trump family. That is T R O M P. Uh, oh, not the Trump family. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, we're talking about the disappearance of the Trump family. Um, however, it might be nicer if the uh, Trump family disappeared. But um, getting all political over here. Oh, I left those pants back in my car. So <laughs> I left those pants long, long ago. I, I will hop in once it's voting time, like, but that, that's about it. I, you know, I, I start doing like some heavy research for a couple months and then hope I made the right choice. Yeah, I'm that one who's like, I don't like to have political debates. When people try to start them up with me too, I'm just like, eh. yeah, I just don't care that much. Yeah. I, uh, I, I guess as most would say, threw my vote away on a third party last presidential election. You know, I don't... We're not going to get into a political debate. 
I don't think it's throwing your vote away. I don't either, especially because that election had the highest third-party vote turnout ever. It was still barely anything, but I think it was something. Well, yeah, and given that, you know, the other parties were the other parties. Yeah, Trump or Satan, who do you want to vote for? (laughs) Do we want to elect a, uh, you know, a fucking mastermind snake criminal who's a fucking murderer? Do we want to elect a clown? Yeah. (laughs) the clown. Elected the clown. (laughs) Yep. And hopefully now we can impeach the clown, but mm-hmm. if we impeach the clown, we get Satan himself, Mr. Pence. I'll Ooh. keep clown boy. True, true. I'll keep clown boy. Either way, it's almost over. Thank God. That it is. Thank, Thank God. God. It's a long four-year nightmare. Yeah. Anyways, let's get into this thing. Let's do it. So we're talking about the Trump family uh, and their mysterious disappearance in 2016. Oh, recently. Yeah, very recently. Like I said, this takes place in Australia. Uh, I am reading from the BBC.com. BBC? BBC. I don't know who. I'm doing a quick scroll, see if I can find an author. Da-da, 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 da-da. Lots of related articles. Uh, I'm not seeing an author, but BBC.com. Uh, the article is called Trump Family, The Mystery of a Tech-Free Road Trip Gone Wrong. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Let me get situated. You situated? You got everybody get your wine, get your weed. Uh, we're, we're classy, classy bitches today. We're not drinking beer. We're drinking wine. Um, I mean, Greg's, you know, a little trashy with his white wine, but that's okay. Yeah, I didn't ha- I didn't, I meant to stop at the liquor store today, and I didn't, and it, there's a snowstorm, and I don't feel like going out in it, but I did get this free bottle of white wine, like, a year ago for helping a neighbor do something, and, uh, oh. yeah, I'm putting it to use now. Nice. Yeah. And I don't think there's really a snowstorm. Yeah, what, I'm trying to make it sound like, <laughs> you know, come on, come on. <laughs> Come on. Then you should... You know what? If there's not a snowstorm, you should be here in studio. You know, I would have if I wouldn't have gotten out of work so goddamn late. So goddamn late. I know, I know. Anya was elbow deep in dirty bitches today. I was, man. I had some dirty ass bitches on my table. I love them, though. They're sweethearts. Except (laughs) one of them clocks me in the face with their paw, so that was a thing. (laughs) All right, here we go. The Trump family were, by all accounts, a normal, hardworking household. Mark Trump, age 51, and wife Jacoba, a.k.a. Kobe, was 53. (laughs) (laughs) They had established a successful red currant farm, uh, the Berry, and they also had a successful earth-moving business at their property in Sylvan, Australia, on the outskirts of the Victorian capital, Melbourne. Earth-moving business? Yeah. Uh, basically, just uh, fucking move dirt around on your property or off your property uh, or whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, seems like probably if you got the farm equipment for it, pretty simple way to make some side cash. But with little warning, on Monday... 29th of August, they and their three adult children, Rihanna, 29, Mitchell, 25, and Ella, age 22, got into a car and headed north. 
Now, I know Mitchell and Ella, the 25 and 22-year-old, they actually still lived with their parents on the farm, you know, worked with them and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But little Miss Rihanna lived on her own? Yeah, yeah. But apparently they rounded her up and they kicked rocks in Ella's gray SUV. Uh, police say they didn't just leave their family farm. They fled. Police, oh. la- police later called the home to investigate. They found, I guess by called, they mean uh, searched, called upon, like, you know, like a caller. I don't know. But, yeah, they searched the home, found passports, credit cards, and mobile phones had all been left behind. Uh, it's seemingly this was a cash-only, off-the-grid road trip with no way of them being followed. So all, all their active credit cards, cell phones, everything left behind. It was It was later revealed Mark and Jacoba had been suffering increasing signs of stress and paranoia. According to media reports, at least one of them had become convinced someone was out to kill them and take their money. The only phone not left behind belonged to Mitchell. He appeared to be the only one in the family not swept up in the belief that they were in danger. He was later quoted saying he just went along to make sure his family was okay. Oh, that's what this article says. (laughs) Uh, About 30 kilometers away from home, though, it appears his parents found out he has his phone and made him throw it out the window. They were convinced it was being used to track them. All right, so they were... They're really deep in that conspiracy bubble. Yeah. Through the first day, they drove day and night, reaching the New South Wales town of Bathurst, which is 800 kilometers or roughly 500 miles away. Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) It was there at 7 o'clock on Tuesday that Mitchell would abandon his family. So he basically said, fuck this shit, I'm out. Y'all motherfuckers crazy. You threw my fucking phone out the window. Deuces. So now you got four people left. Okay. Four people, no phones, 500 miles already away from home. One jump ship. One jump ship. Gone. Don't Don't throw my fucking phone away and then make me sit in silence with you crazies. Later on, like you think this is right, right. Later on, Tuesday morning, the remaining four Tromps headed east from Bathurst to a popular tourist spot, the Janalan Caves. It was there that Rihanna and Ella, the two daughters, would decide to also depart from their parents. They did this by (laughs) they did this by stealing a car. Oh, well, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'll make it known now that prior to this, the their family has no history of mental illness, no criminal history, anything like that. So. Okay. I mean, I can Can you imagine what's going on right now? Your your parents. Again, these aren't these aren't kids. These are adult. grown ass adults. Yeah, twenty five, twenty two to twenty nine years old. I'm just imagining like. 
what's going through the daughter's minds, you know, when the brother jumps ship and then they're still in the car and they're probably looking at their parents, probably inspecting them a little bit more. And they're probably like, yeah, you know, like, what are you guys actually going on about? And then for them to fucking hijack a car. Right. So the two sisters drove south to the town of Goulburn, where they reported their parents had gone missing. Also weird. So they just drove, you know, they drove a couple hours away and they call the police and report their parents missing, knowing damn well where they are. And knowing damn well, you just, just abandoned them. Yeah. Like you were just with them. Why are you going to report them missing? If anything, report that they went, you know, a little batshit crazy. Yeah. Or leave them alone. Right. So it was about this time the story made its way into the media and a bemused Australian public wondered how a family could have become so strangely separated and separately lost on what was at first thought to have been a driving holiday in their own country. Now, this is not remote territory. They're not in the Australian outback. At all times, they were close to large towns. Okay. So, again, weird. You've got brothers split off. Later the same day, two daughters steal a fucking car. And well, and then they're hit. traveling across Australia, but they're still staying within major cities. Yeah, so all this time, they, they lived in South Australia, and they've been traveling really, really far north. So now the two daughters steal a car, and they start heading back south. They get to the next town, which is Goulburn. And they call the police and report their parents missing. And making it even more weird, in Goulburn, Rihanna and Ella decided to also part ways. With Ella saying she wanted to go home and feed her horses. What? (laughs) Ella being the 22-year-old. Yeah, just, you know what? I better get back to the horses. What the fuck? Yeah, like... You know what? I'm going to leave everything at home. We're going to just fucking, we're going to take off. You know, my brother's going to, my brother's going to leave. Me and my sister going to hijack a car. And then I'm going to remember about my horse. And bounce and leave your sister at a fucking gas station. Ay, ay, ay. In Goulburn. Goulburn. I kind of like that. I kind of like that town name. I, I like saying it. <laughs> I really like I hope it's pronounced Goulburn. It's G-O-U-L-B-U-R-N. Sorry. I think someone just kicked my cat in the head. So, Australia listeners, if that's not how you pronounce it, let us know, please. Yeah, and if it's not, maybe you should start. Not telling you how to live your lives, just a suggestion. So, Ella would become the first Trump to be located when she arrived back at the family farm on Tuesday night and found the police waiting for her. Mitchell would arrive home the following morning, having taken a series of trains. So he must have at least grabbed some cash or something. Smart man. Yeah, right? Yeah, he's obviously the only one that, like, might have had it together during this. So, two are home, three are on the road. While Mitchell and Ella appeared reasonably unaffected mentally... The same could not be said of Rihanna. She had climbed into the back of a utility vehicle in Goulburn 
Gulabern. Gulabern. <laughs> and was only discovered there by a male driver. Uh, I'm sorry, article. I know you were written in 2016, but it's 2019. We don't care yeah. what, what gender. We, we don't care what the driver was. We don't go off pronouns. Yeah, come on now. Get it right or get it tight. <laughs> After he had driven almost an hour away, he pulled over and found Rihanna to be in what he called a catatonic state, saying she did not know her name. She did not know where she was. She basically kind of sat there like the whole time after he found her, he called the police. They took an hour to get there for some reason. And she just sat there facing forward with a blank look on her face. What? Yeah. Rihanna was later taken to the Goulburn Hospital where she remains in psychiatric. I don't know if that's true. This article was written in 2016. I haven't been able to get a lock on how long her, uh, how long she was held in psychiatric care. Uh, so far, I think you know at least quite a while. Damn. Uh, police say she has been spared the charges of the stolen vehicle for mental health reasons. That's good. <laughs> Ella, however, has been charged with car theft. Oh, Damn. that's going to cause a rift. I mean, she she did show up with the car, like, kind of mentally stable, so. So she got charged. Her sister got off off of mental reasons. Yes. And now you have two left. As media interest grew and an interstate search began, Mark and Jacoba drove back towards Melbourne from the Janolan Caves. They drove back. Yeah, they started heading south again. A day later, on Wednesday, 600 kilometers south in the Victorian town of Wangaratta. Wangaratta. I like that name. Wangaratta. Australia, you got some rad names, man. They're, they're out there doing it. They're out there doing it. Uh, it's in Wangaratta that the married couple also decide to separate. What? Jacoba started to head north again, by means of which are still a mystery to this day, and wasn't. So, so. so Jacoba went back north. Yep. Just interesting, and nobody even knows how or how she got. She was just found the next day, three hundred and fifty kilometers away, in a town called Yes. <laughs> uh. Wandering in an agitated state. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to formulate a theory for all of this, and it's it's proving to be a task so far. So continue, Mary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened to this family? Right. Uh, she was taken to a hospital there, and later moved to Goulburn to be with her daughter Rihanna as the pair continued their mental health treatment. So again, I didn't get I haven't gotten a firm statement on how long these two were kept under psychiatric care. But they both were admitted. Yes. Okay. Mark, however, had stayed in Wangarata. And I gotta switch to a different article for this. I, I can basically tell it by memory at this point anyways. Uh he's suspected 
of being the guilty party in a case where a young couple was driving around the city playing Pokemon Go, trying to catch them all, Uh when all of a sudden they started being dangerously tailgated by a strange man. And, you know, they, they drove for a while, and eventually I guess they decided to stop, or he got in front of them, stopped his car, and he got out, started walking towards the young couple, and then he just stopped in the middle of the road, stared at them for a minute, and he just fucking booked it on foot, like, into this park off the side of the road. What the fuck? Yeah. Also, he was suspected in a local motel break-in. Um, it's unclear if it was actually him, but there was a, a motel that had a room broken into and looked to be stayed in. So he's proving to be kind of like, <clears throat> almost like the mastermind behind this. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering, um, well, I'll come back to my main theory, but I, I'm kind of wondering if he's the one kind of, yeah, mainly tripping out. And at this point, there's media attention. Like, he, he's a, he's being looked for. And if you're already paranoid, psychotic. That's um, only going to make it worse. Yeah, so I'm wondering if maybe he started staying in this hotel room, maybe watched some TV, and kind of saw he was being looked for and booked it again. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But again, both, uh, both incidents... Unclear if they are actually related to Mark, but probably are. Back in Sylvan, Mitchell and Ella made an emotional appearance before the media, saying they were baffled by their parents' quote paranoid behavior. Uh, quote Mitchell, I've never seen anyone like this or anyone conduct themselves in this way. I just really want my dad to be found. He's not dangerous. He's my mate, my father. I love him. Aw, Mitch. Yeah. So, the last piece of the unusual puzzle was put into place that Saturday, six days after the episode began, when Mark Trump was found beside a road near the Wangarata Airport. He was questioned by police, assessed by a mental health officer, and then released into the care of his police officer brother. And apparently as his brother drove him away, he was in the back uh, giving two middle fingers out the back window to the media. Wow. Yeah. All right. So Mark is uh, he was on, on one. He was on a good one. Yeah, he's on a good one. He would later release a, a statement apologizing for the hurt and concern caused by these events. Uh, he paid respect to the community resources devoted to his family's aid, and the public attempted to make sense of the drama. Police do not believe there was any ever ever any real threat to their family. Uh, one investigating police officer from Sylvan uh, described it as quote the most one of the most bizarre cases I've ever seen in thirty years. Sergeant Mark Knight, who knows the family, said they had no diagnosed mental health problems. There was no evidence of drug taking. And some of the social social media theories had suggested the family uh, you know, owed money or something like that. But they actually owned their farm outright. Uh, they had no like large outstanding debts or anything like that. 
As far as anybody knew, they weren't part of any cult or weird religious group. Uh, Quote Sergeant Knight, This is just a massive meltdown. I'm sure of it. So, they went... The parents went batshit crazy. Not batshit crazy, but started to become paranoid. Probably called a family meeting, called the kids over, told them... Who knows what they told their kids to convince their kids to go with them and to leave everything behind. And then Mitchell abandoned ship, and then the daughters abandoned ship after they realized that their parents are going crazy. Steal a car. One of them goes into a psych ward. The mom then abandons the dad. Oh, my God. Crazy. <laughs> Fucking insane. Uh, quote Mitchell, it was a buildup of different... Normal, everyday events. Just pressure. And it slowly got worse as the days went by. I've never seen anything like it. It's really hard to explain or put a word on it. But they were just fearing for their lives, and they decided to flee. Unquote. While some ponder whether the family may have been affected by chemicals on the farm... Uh, No such chemicals were able to be discovered. Uh, Their water source is the same water source that 80% of the town uses, so that kind of excludes those sort of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people question mafia ties. Uh, Australian listeners, what's your mob presence out there? I'm not even, you know, I'm, I'm not doubting that you have one. I'm sure everybody has some sort of mob. Yeah, like, mobs or gang presence, because I'm just, I'm trying to think what would, like, I mean, I get everyday but life. The thing is, <sighs> if they if they owed people money and were fleeing from that, they're all back six days later. Yeah. So they didn't really accomplish anything. No. And, they accomplished and, jack shit. <laughs> and, the, and, and they're all alive to this day. I'm trying to think, like, what would push... I mean, but then again, I mean, you know, psychotic snaps like such are typically... So have you... You kind of work with the uh, the brain topics in your schooling. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of something called folie et deux? No. It's a French term meaning madness of two. It covers a rare psychological... Psychological condition occurring almost exclusively in close-knit families. Say, for instance, one who lives on a farm rarely gets out and works together seven days a week. Interesting. Uh, there's also different terms for it, like folly, folia trio, uh, folia other things. Like you know, it keeps going up in numbers, and then family, and then folly uh, mass. Uh, psychosis and Anya you weren't on the show yet but we actually covered uh, I think it was called the dancing plague this was way way long time ago like 14 1500s but a whole town got this dancing fever where they just kept dancing for days on end and they all dropped and it was never explained Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course I explained it. You have to go listen to the episode. You can't listen to it right now because it's I was not, like, you backlogged it. Yep. Anyways. 
Uh, Fully Edu was originally coined to describe a 19th century French couple who began exhibiting paranoid and delusional behavior while doctors were unable to tell which of them had become psychotic first it was clear they had fallen into a cycle of reinforcing each other's delusions now what these two actually thought was going on was in the middle of the night they thought men were breaking into their house sprinkling dust around and wearing their shoes to wear the soles down Oh my! And this was the French couple, or this the is this, couple? this is the French couple. Okay. This is who. This is the couple. The coin. The term was coined after. So they thought people were breaking into their house, sprinkling dust around, and wearing their shoes to wear down the soles. So that being said, I think it's very likely that somehow Mark or Jacoby. What was it, Jacoba? Kobe. 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 Uh, Mike or Kobe. <laughs> and probably started developing this and turned it from a foil le deux to a foil of fuck your whole family up. And I think everybody but Mitchell and maybe Rihanna, the oldest, who didn't live there. Uh, I think they all kind of got sucked into it, too. And if I had to guess who started it, I'd almost maybe think it was Kobe. Because she never really seemed to come out of it. I was going to say, I mean, given the fact that she was the one after she separated, she drove back up north and then got placed into psychiatric hold. Like decided to keep fleeing, right? Yeah. I, don't I definitely, but who, I think it started with her and Mark. Yeah. Mark. And, and who knows what Mark was doing going around, uh, Wa- uh, Wackensburg. Wacking and shit Wa- following Wa- people. I don't want to do that town dirty. I'm trying to find the actual name of it. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. I tried. Uh, but yeah, going around that town, freaking tailgating people. Uh, they use he was found by the airport. Like that's a weird place to be walking around too. Yeah, and then Wang Wangarata. That was it. Wangarata. Wangarata. I knew it had to do with Wangs or Wacken or something. <laughs> Some with a W. Yeah, but real weird, real fucking weird. Um, and then homegirl just like yeah, gotta go feed my horses. Yeah, and decides to just, like, dip out. I'm just, like, I'm trying to piece it together. Oh, wait, so, no, so, wait, I said Rihanna, the the oldest one who didn't live there, actually, is the other most mentally affected. I was going to say, because Rihanna got put into a psych Yeah, 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 sorry, I I messed that up. So that's interesting, too. I wonder if, so typically, like, I've noticed, um, the eldest daughter will have a very close relationship with the mother, and if not, then it's, like, they're extremely far apart, but it's typically one or the other. Okay. And so, I'm wondering if Rihanna and the mom, despite her not living there, were still very close, and, you know, Kobe was telling Rihanna all these things, and then Rihanna started to, like, get, like, affected by it. Interesting. I, I could see that. And then, yeah, maybe that's what led her to, maybe she was the one, being the eldest, that convinced Ella and um, 
what was the son's name? Mitchell. Mitchell. Maybe she convinced Mitchell. Ella and Mitchell, like, hey, you know, our parents aren't crazy. Like, this is actually what's happening. And so they all decide to go. And then Mitchell, not even like a mile in after he gets his phone chucked out of the car, is like, fuck this shit. Y'all are some, like, y'all are on something. Yeah, fuck this shit amount, for sure. And then he dips, and then maybe Ella convinced Rihanna to finally dip out too. And then Rihanna, maybe halfway through, was like, no, 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 like, this is actually happening. And then that's what sent her to the psych ward. And that's when maybe, like, Ella and Mitchell kind of, like, were like, what the fuck? And Ella kind of maybe tried to drag her sister back with her, and Rihanna wasn't having it. So that's when Ella was like, well, got to feed the horses. Yeah, and, and maybe that's it, where she, moving. like, fell off on that without excuse. Huh. Interesting. Fascinating. Uh, and then, like, I guess one of the last theories is people said it just for publicity, but, like, this family had a very, two, a successful farm and a successful business. Uh, they, they haven't made a dollar off this story to this day. Uh, they, they, oh, wow. Ella has done one article in, like, Women's World or something, and mm-hmm. she's, quote, I didn't, we didn't do this to get famous, that's for famous people, and it was a real short, like, she didn't, it wasn't like a tell-all article either, it was just like, nope, don't know what happened, this shit sucks, bye. And <laughs> what's the status of her parents now? I, I haven't been able to find out, let's, let me see if I can do a quick, uh, El Google search. Trump family today. And if this works out right, I'll just edit in right after. What's the status of their family <laughs> oh, now? And I'll be like, oh. Mitchell's kind of a little cutie. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, Rihanna Trump speaks out about Bizarre Road Trip for the first time. When was this? Lifestyle. They seem like a pretty average Australian family. They, they, as far as looking, yeah, they look like a very normal family. Oh. Oh, so that was Rihanna that did Women's Day. It was her father that started it. Was it? Yeah, so I'm reading this article posted by uh, News.com Australia, and Rihanna had said that her her father had been suffering from a mental breakdown, um, which had been building up for some time, and that she believes that it was the buildup of stress that caused the, in- the incident to finally erupt. Hmm. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Trump believe that they were in danger and that they needed to flee, and they also wanted to spend time as a family. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> So seems like they're they're all back together. And uh, yeah, back to normal. And just trying to kind of recover now. Well, good good luck to you, Trumps. Yeah, um, that you was know, some like, crazy I'm shit. Lucky that you guys made it out. Everybody's safe and healthy. Hopefully, mostly healthy at least. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully the breakdown has finally hit that wall and has ended. Um, I do know, like the time of year, it was like. A really like go get them time of year for the farm. Like there was a lot of stuff that needed to be done, and some of, some of their neighbors actually pitched in. Like it was like a pivotal week too. Um, so then some of their neighbors actually pitched in and got some of the work done for them while they were gone. 
that's really sweet. Yeah, nice community story there at the end. Right, stepping up, helping them out. Yeah. All right, looks like we were recording this whole time. That's good. That's good. That's always <laughs> a good thing. Always a good thing. So, what uh, a fascinating story. Yeah, crazy stuff. Really crazy stuff. Um, Weird and strange. Yeah, you weren't here when we more recently did the Jameson family. That one may or may not still be up. Um, but they, they, they're, they're gone. Jameson family never found again, but a, a lot of interesting kind of, um, similarities though, as far as the fleeing out of nowhere and stuff like that. And the, the Jameson's family car was found with a bunch of cash in it. Um, they had their cell phones and stuff, but real weird, real weird. I just weird. like, I wonder what. Leads to, like, I mean, I understand when one person does it, but to get a whole family on board, I just, I want to know what the, you know, what the children were thinking, and more so Ella and Mitchell, given that they yeah. were placed in psychiatric I homes. mean, the mass psychosis thing, I mean, even look at what we just researched with the uh, Stanford prison experiment. I yeah. Mean, one by one, those guys fell into their roles and into that psychosis of, uh, I'm a prisoner or I'm a guard, and... I mean, shit got real in like three or four days in that place. It's that storyline that you continue to tell your, you know, your mental mind. Yeah. Fucking fascinating. uh, It's it's crazy how how fragile the brain can be, uh, paired, you know, as well as how strong it can be. But yeah, how fragile it can be, I guess maybe is an understatement. How strong it can be to fucking take over and power you like that. Yeah, and to create, you know, this fragmented kind of, like, disillusioned reality. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Uh, hopefully it never happens to us or our listeners are obviously, you know, like we always say, very savvy, intelligent people. I doubt it would happen yes. to them. And, uh, you know, that's why we're out here to warn you guys of this stuff. We just, you know, we want to keep you guys up to date, make sure you know what can happen. And uh, if you feel like you're, you know, being listened or followed, chances are you're probably not. Probably not. Or chances are you're probably being followed by the men in black. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's more likely. Um, That is more likely, unfortunately. Also... On a more serious note, if you are ever experiencing uh, any sort of mental stress, mental issues to where you feel stressed out to the point of you're thinking bad thoughts towards yourself, other people, or you need to get away, uh, you can call the National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP, 1-800-662-4357. If I've learned anything from my weird research and... uh, I think, like I even said last week, kind of listen to different murder podcasts and things like that. Uh, the biggest thing out there is, you know, if you're feeling a certain way, just make sure you reach out and get help. Yes, and piggybacking off of that, uh, you know, everybody experiences different situations, and everybody will. Everybody's experience is subjective to their own perception, and never feel that you cannot reach out because your situation is not as serious or as bad as someone else's, um, because your own experience is your own, and you should never dullify that down or think that it, 
you know, it doesn't have any impact because if it's affecting you, it's affecting you and that's all that matters. Yep. So take care of yourselves. Yes. And self-care. Uh, self-care, very important. Extremely uh, important. You can learn how to take care of yourself by listening to our dearest Anya on the Enlightened Lounge. Yes, and, you know, as I am saying that, that was one thing. As if you look up the Enlightened Lounge, you probably notice there hasn't been a new episode in a couple weeks, and it was because your girl had to focus on herself, do a little bit of self-care, because I was overwhelmed. But that's totally okay, and it goes to show that sometimes in life, you got to take a step back, refine down, and then come back even harder. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, like I even said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, I'm going through a bit of a life's kicking me in the balls repeatedly phase right now, but keeping my head up and i'm um, looking forward and yeah i know i'll make it through i got you guys my wonderful listeners and i got anya my uh flaky co-host i mean wonderful co-host oh shots fired <laughs> shots fired we have a good time we, we, have, we a good have a time. good time flaky is a little rude flaky was a little consult. rough like it was like, i mean you know it was, a, it was a spur of the moment thing you know yeah, I think I've always been there every week. I, I wouldn't say flaky. Flaky is inaccurate. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> uh, just, uh, yeah. Spontaneous. Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> non-punctual. Oh, non-punctual, but very punctual. Non-punctual and likes to throw her co-host some, some fastballs, some curveballs once in a while. I like to keep, like to keep you on yeah. your toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, there's that story. There's the honest story. We have a great time. We have a great time. All right. Well, as uh, I as I finish my third glass of wine, yep. uh, that would be three fifths of the bottle. I am finished with a over a bottle. Nice. We did good. We, we did, did good. good. We did good. Yeah, uh, good time. Guys, feel free to follow us. Um, catch out some some pictures of the the hot Trump sun, uh, according to Anya. And uh, I found some other cool stuff. I'm going to post, and you know, you can find all that at Instagram at SP Weird World on our Facebook page at Strange People Weird World. Go ahead and follow me at Greg's Weird Worlds, and you can follow our dearest Anya at Anya Daniela. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it, guys. That's you know, it. Take it easy this week. Um, happy Thanksgiving to our American listeners uh, tomorrow. Yes. If you're if you're listening on Wednesday, like a super savvy listener. And if you know you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, happy just uh, happy week. Happy week. Have a great, chill, relaxing week. Uh, you know, don't stress too much. If you're stressing about something, put it aside for a second uh, and just yeah. relax. Play some Red Dead yeah. Redemption. That's what I do. If you got a lot of obligations weighing down on you, <laughs> just uh, take that time to yourself. Take an hour yeah. out of your day to do whatever the fuck you want to do. And don't feel guilty about it. Tell them said, you know what? Greg and Anya said, check yourself for a day. Check yourself before uh, you wreck yourself. I'm going to do me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke some, some sweet, sweet Australian Chiba and uh, drink a bottle of wine and fucking do nothing for a day. Sounds like freaking heaven to me. And after that, I just need you guys to go ahead and keep it keep weird. Nothing. <laughs> 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 nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
was like, fuck. 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 